Welcome back to the home of the fan. Yellow. Green and gold. Green and gold. Pod number 50 today. It's a big pod. We're hyped out here. We're almost hitting retirement. 55. Halfway to a hundo. (laughs) But we always keep it 100. I don't know. But all right, yeah, pod 50. We're hyped. Big pod. We're trying to get this one on video. So if it does make it to YouTube slash Instagram video, we need all you to check it out. On Instagram at the home of the fan, YouTube channel coming soon, the home of the fan or the hot F. We'll keep you posted. All right, pod fifty. I'll get right into the shout outs. Wait, David Robinson pod. David Robinson. Yeah, the Admiral. Uh, Mike Singletary. Big country. I think Big Corey Country Maggetti. Bryant Reeves was number fifty. My favorite clipper of all time. Corey was Maggetti. it fifty or fifty six? Yeah. Do you remember Big Country? Jaime Moyer. Moyer. On the Grizzlies. Jamie Moyer. Corey Maggetti. Moyer. Enough said. Corey Maggetti. Maggetti was the go. Considering the yeah. fact that we have two Clipper jerseys in the pod right now. Here, you look that up, Big Country Reeves. All right, I'll get right into my shout-out. I'm going to shout-out all the awesome listeners who have been on this journey with us. Pod 50, I'm hyped. And then he sh- was 50, sorry. Shout-out, Josh. Shout-out, Kais. Anthony, who's not here with us. And all the people who participated along the way with input. Big Rod Chad. Ethan for joining the show a few times. But, yeah, just shout-out everybody who's been a part of this and... You know, after pod 50, we're going to try to take this to the next level, change things up a little, so you guys be ready for that. But I just wanted to thank all you. A little NFL note, part of my shout-outs, I guess. Kind of like defending Dak. Dak lost Witten and Dez, and those two accounted for 50% of his targets in his career up until this point. Now they're gone. So it kind of explains why the dude's having some struggles. That's literally just everything that was his comfort zone is just out, you know, out the picture, so... Mm-hmm. And I think Dez, maybe he's not going to end up there, but he should be on a team. All right, we'll move on. We'll I was get... never sold on Dak in the first place. I, 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 like, I, was a, the, I liked him right when he came out. I said he's going to surprise people like right before he ever even played. I was high on him. I don't know why. I just kind of liked him in Missis- oh, Mississippi, yeah, State. Mississippi State. I almost Miss said State. Ole Miss. Yeah, but I don't know. I just think he has no weapons right now. and You lose your two main guys, it's going to show. All right, Josh. Uh, my shout out goes to Fedor Emelenko, the last emperor at age 42. He had a nice 2KO against Chanel Sonnen. Um, both looked out of their prime, but Fedor left him a lick in. I'm excited what? to see the, them go against uh, the next um, Ryan Bader, who's the champion right now for the heavyweight at Belfort. Okay, it was Be- Bellator. Bellator. 50 cents all in Bellator now. Yeah. He just offered, said if Dana White doesn't pay Khabib or yeah, something, he's going to say I'll get in the ring with him for two mil. Like that is just, 50 cents doing everything he can to keep his name keep out his there. He's smart. He, mm-hmm. I mean, he's making his money from his TV show, so he's not losing. He's just, he's 50, man. He's the, he's like the, in, yeah, he's the biggest troll nowadays, but I love it. Whatever. Guys. Shout out, my shout out goes to uh, Martellus Bennett, who uh, was commenting commenting on Twitter uh, Thursday night during the Giants Eagles game. The Troy Aikman and Joe Buck were commenting on how Odell's side antics were a little too much for um, the Giants at the moment, and he was just commenting. He tweeted at them saying uh, that um, he was uh, he should they should comment on the whole game and not just one player. There's more than one player to the there's eleven on the field, not just one. And one a fan tweeted at Martellus, and Martellus said that he asked him if he was jealous, and Martellus retweeted that, or responded that they should be jealous of him. He's smoking a blunt, eating cake, washing it down with room temperature water. So shout out Martellus Bennett, who Josh mentioned that's a rapper, right? 
I heard he makes music yeah, now. He's a podcaster. He, yeah, children's books and uh, a rapper. Rapper. No, he did make a children's yeah. book. Yeah, I so, can respect that. Shout out Martellus Bennett. It's doing it all. I thought he was still. I thought it was Michael Bennett at first when I read it, but um, Martellus. I was like Michael Bennett. It's pretty. Uh, He's still in the league. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty... Uh, ballsy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's pretty... Uh, a work test on its way. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. It probably still is on the way just because his brother said it. That's yeah, how exactly. the NFL rules. Hey, where were you that, uh, the, night, <laughs> the night your brother dropped that tweet? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, Kai, you want to get into your winner? Yeah, you mentioned <clears throat> it. My winner is uh, 50 Cent. He uh, He's going after Khabib, like you mentioned. He also... Um, he said that he'd pay $2 million also to get Khabib to Bellator. And uh, Khabib responded, "Send me location," and uh, I guess that's his like little like mantra or whatever. Send Honor, me the lo- yeah. yeah, send me the location, and uh, Khabib uh, Fifty Cent has said I'm there, and then Khabib also said, "Come to Dagestan if, where you if you want to be a real man." So I guess Fifty Cent's gonna go to Dagestan after he finishes. You uh, know that's not really gonna happen. He said he tweeted it today. He said it on Instagram. And t- you think he's gonna go fight Khabib? No, he's gonna go get him and try to get him to Bellator. Oh, that's yeah. what yeah, he's gonna go. He's gonna go meet his well, he's, people. He's in a contract with UFC still, so that's interesting. But he, they're trying to. They might Break suspend it. it. Yeah. yeah, they might suspend him for his like uh, antics they, after the only, fight. They only suspended him ten days. So it just came. Yeah, out. but they didn't suspend. Did they suspend yeah, they McGregor? Just suspended him both ten days. But yeah. It's interesting for sure. Yeah, but he's gonna go to Dagestan after he wraps up, uh, wrapping up directing power. I'm a big Fifty Cent fan, musically everything, but I don't know how legitimate I take that. Vitamin water is Fifty's biggest thing. Let's uh, not all forget. I that. think he sold out on that a long. No, he time did, ago. but he made like I want to say half a billion off of it or something. Like yeah, that. Well, then he claimed bankruptcy he a couple of years ago, and Fifty Cent's been on a little bit of a. Entrepreneur oh, journey, yeah, he's, sure. he's definitely had a journey, but he's definitely doing he's good to work right with now. Six nine right now, also. He's just kind of like mentoring him, but that's a total thing for a whole nother podcast, unrelated definitely to sports. All right, my winner. Let's just move it down this. So I'll go with my winner. I'm just gonna go with the Dodgers. They almost Woo! were pretty much knocked yeah. out if they lost that game yeah, against the Brewers. And Justin Turner came through with the big home run and me and Kai's talked to him alive. that day about it. I said if the Dodgers are gonna win, it's gonna be up to JT. And, then and I heard something interesting about uh, 64% of teams, I believe, that win game one go on to win the series. I think it was 64. I'd have to check the exact stat. But I wonder if that, and I think that was in recent years, I wonder if it has something to do with the way the bullpens are shifting, where if you go all out game one, whoever takes that first game, both your bullpens are going to be down the second game. I don't know. It just kind of sets you up. Game three, you have the advantage again because your bullpen's ready. I don't know. It's kind of like, and I mean, maybe for the home team because then, like, maybe you want to unload everything game one and say, "All right, we're gonna take game one and game three and lock them down." They definitely have the advantage in the bullpen over the Dodgers, but I just don't get like why they're growing pitchers. I just thought Hader could have thrown at least an inning, um, game two, because he has to, uh, today off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're going to LA. Still, so. you got to be careful with, you know. I mean, I understand. I mean, I understand where you're coming, but you got, you know what I mean? With the playoffs, they could have really used them. Oh, I'm not against, like, using him in the second game. I'm just wondering if that's going to turn more more of a strategy where you kind of want to unload game one so it sets you up to win game one game. You could kind of be in the driver's seat where, like, you know, like the Dodgers. Control the series. You know, if you unload the first game, then the second team, the second game, they're going to have to unload all their pitchers because they need to win game two. 
Which they did. No, exactly. So now game three, the Dodgers relievers might be down, and now the Brewers are going to have their guys back. I mean, I'm overthinking it maybe, but it's something yeah, to watch over this, the years. Uh, this, day, this rest day is big, you know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. it's going to reset everything. That's just my opinion. Yeah, we'll see, definitely. Do you see where I'm coming from? No, well, I do. Though, as far I, do. As, I mean, we have to look more analytically into it, you know, like to, to prove it, but it's something to look into. That's what I I'm just saying. thought that Wade Miley threw a really good game yesterday, yeah, he did. too. He's, he seems very of, old school. He just mm-hmm. keeps moving quick. That's his whole two thing, for I guess. The double also. Played, played for the Mariners last year. We gave up really a home run to Woodruff in the first game. We lost by one run. And then we gave we gave up two for two for the pitcher. Uh, I, heard, I heard that really shocked Kershaw letting up that homer. I heard uh, the Dodgers reporter on the radio, who's like their go-to guy, uh-huh. talking about how Davis says his name. I should give him credit. But he was talking about how Kershaw looked like shook. His eyes were glazed over. You know, he just looked like something glazed just, over. Like, don't don't take don't take that the wrong way. But you know, when you're emo- you're like shook, like yeah, your yeah. adrenaline's pumping. Really just happened. Yeah, yeah. Like getting was, over the hill. He's probably about to have a heart attack. You know what I yeah. mean? Or just collapse at this moment. You feel like, for the guy a little bit. Like just getting packed the other day. He's just one. Kershaw's one of those guys that he's a great pitcher. He's an iconic pitcher, but maybe like the full. Killer instinct never fully you know, has clicked. Well, he's not. He's a Texas guy, uh, but, but I know. Well, just oh, LA. Yeah, him and Stafford. Still, right? like it, yeah. just that LA. Maybe it is something to do with LA. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But then again, Kobe seemed to figure it out. I'll give him that credit. All right, Josh. Uh, my winner goes to University of Michigan and Harbaugh. Uh, everyone put Harbaugh on the hot seat before the season started over the last few seasons, and after the loss in the beginning of the season, everyone was hating on him. They're six and one now, and the offense that everyone was criticizing has got locked in. They scored 38, 42, and 56 in three of the last four games, and uh, Michigan are rolling now. They're rolling. They played well again uh, last night. Yeah, they did play really good. How many losses did they have? One. They have one yeah. loss. They're six and one. Do you think now. they can make the playoff if everything goes right? If they win out. I don't see why not. Uh, they but they play Ohio State. They play Ohio State. That'll be the biggest. So yeah, test. If they and beat then. Them. But then they'll play him again in the championship too, correct? The big for the. Big the 10. Well, we're not sure same yet. Division. Like same, I think there's a same conference. Uh, like the north, I think they're in the north. <clears> even then, you always got to watch for like East some other West. Big Ten teams to step up. Yeah. There's always the Penn State or Penn the State, Iowa, yeah. Wisconsin. There's so, a few. Hey, I just shout out Michigan. I know they everyone put him on the hot seat, and, but uh, this is Harbaugh's third year, correct? So he's finally getting his freshmen to start becoming upperclassmen. So. It's kind of nice to see it. All right. Going into losers. Khakis. My losers keeping it in college football. Top 25 teams. A lot of them lost. Miami, West Virginia, Penn State, Georgia, Auburn. They all lost. UCF barely one by one. West Virginia? Yes. They ended up? Yeah, so um, a lot of teams. There'll be a good shakeup in the rankings this next uh, Tuesday when it comes out. Always great for the sport. Sorry, I was watching the iPad over here with the game on it. Rod Streeter, former Raider, now a Brown, was down and out. Didn't look like he was doing too well, but he's walking now. I was wondering what was causing this guy knocked out. It's not funny, but had to give it some attention over here. All right, my loser. Going Eli Manning. The dude just looks done. I rooted for Eli to keep his job last year. I thought that was a bad look, and now he just looks done. And then my other loser, I'm going with the Giants because they passed on Darnold and Rosen and all these guys, plus the Jets got Darnold. So now in their city is the guy who they could have got. You know what I mean? It just I think if you gave Sam Darnold those weapons or Rosen those weapons 
or Allen, Lam- even. Allen or Lamar Jackson. You know, maybe those two last two need an extra year behind Eli, but yeah. Ben McAdoo reportedly <clears throat> said he wanted to draft. He told the um, upper management to draft Patrick Mahomes. Well, maybe McAdoo wasn't as off as you think. But then again, McAdoo could easily be insane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's not take that too serious. Let's not. Let's not. That guy lost his credibility at this point. I really thought I was with you, though. I thought Eli was going to have a better year this oh, year. Oh, I said it on the pod. Yeah, um, I believed in Pat Shermer. Yeah. He looks but... like he's been done for a while. But... I heard some stat where like he hasn't thrown a ball over two yards this last game or something like that. It was some crazy have to go, stat. Let's, we need to go fact Two check yards that. in, no, a lot like, because you can throw farther like across the field but like as far as like there wasn't getting balls thrown in there like yeah that's part of play call so maybe like his shoulders hurt or something like that it was you'd have to look up the stat you'd have to look up the stat yeah it was nuts all right was you get your loser cause you still got yours (laughs) my loser's aaron boone who uh said he was greedy in game three uh game three he left severino in too long and then he also brought in uh lance lynn and he who allowed all the base runners that were on board and all that led to a 16-1 to 1 loss uh, to end their season. So, tough for Aaron Boone. Hindsight's twenty twenty, but he said that he was too greedy. Well, he a, he's a rookie manager, yeah, though, rookie so manager. You know, he'll learn. Yeah. Uh, Cora got ejected last Cora night. Cora got ejected. The arguing they weren't going to win it all anyway, so whatever. That team's so stacked, though. With the Yankees. <sighs> They yeah. won 100 plus games and weren't even the best record. You know, is that crazy? 100. The, you know, I'm I'm not a big fan of the slugger heavy lineups in the playoffs. So those teams never win. You need guys Dodgers who can get on like, base. Yeah, and that's Dodgers rare in baseball. I think I dropped nowadays. it All on the pod last week that I said it was up to Didi. You know what I mean? The one guy who's not power warranted in that offense. He's still like he's, a power guy though. But he, you know what I mean? He has. He's more of a clutch factor, double stealing bases. He's more of that gritty baseball player compared to your Judge or Stanton. Okay. And I thought that Voight played really well for the Yankees. Yeah, I just yeah he was nice. I just don't think they were talented enough. As people say, they're so talented. The Red Sox are stacked, man. The AL is pretty stacked in general. The whole MLB right now is so top heavy. I was talking to a few kids from New York. They're like, "Oh, you know what I mean? What happened to the Yankees?" And I was like, "I can tell you what happened. It was in the beginning of the year when you didn't sign a starting pitcher. You know? Yeah." When you're relying on, I just, you know what I mean? It show that Severino, you know, he's a little too old. Maybe coming out of your bullpen, he should be. Tanaka, I did like Tanaka, but they only managed to throw him one game. Um, yeah, you got to throw him more. Yeah. Severino's okay. Yeah. But Tan- I mean, their bullpen's solid, but they don't have that solid. Or, I mean, they- yeah, we, you know what? That Sorry, true I was going to cut, you, you, cut you guys off and say, well, the Yankees are out of it now. Let's move on to the NBA preview. <laughs> Because they're done, so we're, you know, whatever, worry about them next year. Sorry to hate Yankees no. fans, but your time's done. I'm an Angel fan, so we didn't even make the playoffs, so enjoy it. <clears throat> NBA preview for Pod 50. Let's get it rocking and roll. We're talking a few NBA topics. Melvin Gordon, Josh, touchdown. We're talking some topics, you know, a little Jimmy Butler. Hands. These guys are slapping hands above me, giving high fives. Fantasy football, football points. Baby. Let's go. <laughs> you know, that was... Oh, it's against Dugan! I didn't even think about that. I know. That. Can we focus on what we're doing here, yeah, though? Let's go. That was that was that was the worst thirty that seconds was, of podcast we've had in a long video. time. That, that was, was for that was yeah. horrible. No, that was bad. What was fun about watching you high five them? Well, we're fantasy football. Who cares about your fantasy football? Team? Let's go. You know what I mean? Back to it. No, I'm just saying. I'm just giving you guys. We talk crap. fantasy football. I'm just giving you podcast. guys. I'm giving you guys crap, but it's like we talk fantasy football on this podcast. No, that was just like ADD, like football, like it just everything just stopped for a second. It's like, guys, let's go. All right, it's all good. NBA preview. Let's get it rocking and rolling. 
What are your guys' thoughts on Jimmy Butler leaving the T-Wolves? If he leaves, do you think he should leave? And if so, where should he go? I think he's disgruntled or he's mad with Thibodeau. I think he's over. I think he's over that whole. He's heard his message and it's kind of uh, run its course with him. He had his whole uh, situation with practice, but I do think he ends up on the Heat. They just re-signed Winslow, so maybe that helps. Um, I think Winslow has to be a part of that deal, though. No. Yeah. Richardson. He seems like a guy Thibodeau would like, but I didn't know he was part of the deal. Well, no, but I'm saying like that. I mean, what else do the Heat have to offer? Josh Richardson. It was Richardson, a first round pick, and they said they agreed to it, and then he backed out. Really? Yeah, it was Thibodeau. a Who backed agreement. Out? Thibodeau? Thibodeau backed out. That's why uh, Pat um, Riley called him an mf or See, and then that was reportedly never happened either. And, like, there's a big controversy. I'm not like, but, like, George Sedano said that, I guess, from ESPN. And then Pat Riley released a statement. Like, I would never say that to Tom Thibodeau. He's like, I respect him, all this. And I would never, I don't know, use that in negotiations. It was a big controversy. Mm-hmm. But um, Butler was reportedly back in practice Wednesday, and he was raising hell, yelling at the GM, you effing need me, challenging his teammates, stuff like that. So Took the second team and beat the first team. Yeah, in a scrimmage. So he yeah. is back and played at least at practice, but then I don't think he traveled with the team after that. So they canceled practice Thursday. It's just not looking too good. And if Butler is dealt, where do you guys think is the best fit? Miami was rumored, like you guys said. Um, the best fit would be the Clippers? I'm just kidding. I mean, they're definitely a real possibility. I said the Clippers are a perfect fit. I think the, the Clippers need a leader, and Doc Rivers is the kind of guy who I think Butler would click with. But I could see the Knicks, if they had the pieces, which I'm not sure if they quite do, try to match them with Porzingis. An interesting one, if they they would have to move the house besides Anthony Davis, what the Pelicans could go and get them. I don't think it's going to – I mean – the Heat were offering a first. I just, Josh think, Richardson. I just don't think I don't the Pelicans think. have much to offer as far as like guard I don't think talent. Take much, take much. Um, as far as guard talent, but it'd be interesting. Is that? A, I mean, that's a, definitely a thought. I don't know if that's been rumored at all, but Pelicans are they need a star on the perimeter next to AD? I haven't heard it. No, I haven't heard it. I'm just, just throwing like it, it out there. No, I'm just saying from a fit standpoint, who needs a second player? I don't like Jimmy Butler as a team's. Star, I don't think Number he's one. gonna get you. He's not gonna get you past like seven seed in the West. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and I put down too. I think that's how a lot of other teams and GMs feel. They don't want to give up all these prospects for just Jimmy Butler, especially when you only have him for a year. And then what are you gonna do? Give him a max contract at age thirty? I think a lot of teams wanna. Oh, you want to come play here? You gotta play here, kind of on like a deal, play it out, not on a max contract. That's well, just how I feel personally. You want to pay Jimmy Butler $40 million at age 35? I agree. Well, maybe a team like New Orleans could make a move on him then. That's just somewhere I'm throwing out Kings. there. It's a Kings move. Kings. I could see them trying to make a move for him, but... The Kings I, also have Macklemore, who they're high on, though. I don't know if Macklemore's still there. I mean, not Macklemore healed, my apologies. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I don't think Macklemore... And I don't know <laughs> they if they're... Have like the same I was like, game. I don't think they're that high on him either. But yeah, no, Buddy Heald's pretty nice. He would definitely have to be in that deal. But all right, I'm going to definitely stick with New Orleans should make a move or the Clippers. Maybe I'm a little biased with the Clipper jersey on. I don't know. I, I'm kind of on the thing where I wouldn't want to give everything for really Jimmy. I'd rather wait till the offseason in. Maybe sign them for a little cheaper. Yeah. The last thing I will say is from a who's kind of looking like they're in the wrong standpoint. Do you think Butler looks stupid airing out all this and 
doing all this with his teammates or just the GM and them look stupid. I shouldn't use the word stupid. Who looks like they're handling the situation incorrectly, you know? Personally, I I mean, I don't know all the background and everything, but I kind of think Jimmy Butler's being a little unprofessional. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of how he handled it. I mean, maybe it's one of those things. Both over, in the wrong. He's like, I can't be here, though, so you got to do what, you know, you got to He's forcing a trade, literally. But, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of how he handled it. And Calling you know, I mean, I wasn't the biggest stuff. fan of how Kawhi handled it, you know. Yeah, it like, seems like that's kind of turned into the new thing where yeah. it's like. LeBron kind of did that, like the power players. Yeah, LeBron never did it well, quite Kawhi, like that. I mean, Kyrie. No, yeah. I mean, but yeah, Kyrie was the first guy to do it in that fashion, I'd say. Definitely. But, like I said, I just think it's it's unprofessional. These guys are getting paid millions of yeah. dollars. They sign contracts, you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Well, I think nowadays these guys, you know, a lot of them look at themselves and they're probably told to from a business standpoint. Look How at much yourself. more money they make than what, what they're getting. And, like, look deal. at yourself kind of like a corporation, you know what I mean? Like, you got to okay. – everything's a business now. Yeah, it's no, no longer, like, I'm part of this team. It's like, no, I'm the biz- I'm, I'm the team. I'm mm-hmm. the business, which sounds bad, but – No, I agree. It seems like that's the way it's moving and from a – like financial standpoint like i mean i get it at the same time though if you're like the face of a franchise that does things for you yeah. if you have a loyal like you know if you're the face of the bulls like butler could have been it just didn't work out really that could do things for you you're gonna sell jerseys just from that you're gonna make money just from, i don't know and i'm what i did a lot of different ways to look is, at it we've all played on winning and losing teams you know what i mean throughout the years there's nothing worse than being on a losing team no, definitely. You know, it's. I mean, relative to the NBA, it's like I can't say I. Exp- you know, I mean, I, I don't know what they're going through. Eighty-two games of it, mm-hmm. but yeah, it sounds like it'd be horrible, regardless of money. I mean, I'm sure there's guys who are like sailing it in, give me my money, I don't care. But no, yeah, there's t- Jimmy there's Butler's plenty, not that there's guy. There's plenty of guys in the NBA. They're like, oh, I'm, I get two hoops, and you know what I mean, sitting on the bench. Yeah, the T Wolves yeah, aren't a losing team necessarily, <laughs> and the Bulls were. But Sign the, me up. Give me twelve minutes, coach. Yeah. It's, yeah, the whole T Wolves thing. Let me get five jumpers in, baby. <laughs> and you know, real quick, maybe this is a kind of a reminder in sports. Sometimes you know, it's not always going back to your comfort zone and stuff like that. In life, whatever it isn't the best. You know, he goes back to Thibodeau, thinking it's gonna be. You know, this is my guy. I need to go play for Thibodeau. Thibodeau, come get. It just did not work out. Like he should have just gone somewhere new, started out fresh, and it wouldn't. Jimmy Butler has just kind of been. Under this Thibodeau thing for the, his whole the career, cloud, you know, yeah. which I like Thibodeau. It's not his anyway's fault. It just, it's just you know, it's not always good to you know the just go back to your old down. coach or something. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll move on to the next thing. What are you guys' expectations for LeBron's debut year in LA? Um, I think they're gonna be a little uh, more underrated than mo. What's like the I don't think like forty seven and a half. I think is the over under for them. Mm-hmm. I think they'll get fifty. I think they'll um. I think they'll be able to manhandle their the east or not. I wouldn't say manhandle. Manhandle the east. Yeah, they're in the west, west though. I know. I'm but saying. you're saying when they play the east, yeah, take care of yeah, business. they'll take care of the the eastern conference and then they'll get you know they'll take care of four the four through. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even necessarily saying just, like, from a wins-losses standpoint as far as, like, what do you see? Like, I expect it to be a very fun, like, probably one of the most fun LeBron teams to watch since, like, he was on the heat. Like, those Cavs teams never really ran the floor clean. Like, they did, but it was always kind of Kyrie stopping the ball, LeBron stopped the ball. I think it's going to be a little seven seconds or less. Yeah, they're going to run a lot. It's going to be a very fast-paced thing, and I'm just going to throw this out there. Luke Walton has the potential to be LeBron's best coach, and I'm not saying he is or will be, but he could be LeBron's potentially, like, Phil Jackson kind of guy who, like, 
Michael Jordan didn't win until he had Phil, really. You know what I mean? Like LeBron won, but sometimes you need that next, take, like that coach to take it to the next level. And Luke Walton, forward thinker, he's done some stuff in Golden State that was impressive. The Lakers aren't weren't the most deep team, and they won thirty five games last year. Like he's a good coach. There's no arguing it. And I think he could maybe not take LeBron's game to the next level, but kind of be the first person to actually like, okay, this guy is running smart sets for LeBron. This guy's molding it. Like Spolster was a great coach, but they just kind of winged it on offense a lot. Mm-hmm. Luke Walton's yeah, an offensive right. mind. I say Spolster was all defense, really. Yeah, like Luke Walton's an offensive mind, so he might be able to use his assets even better. Like I really, I'm, and you know, I could be crazy, but he might be the guy where if LeBron could connect with them and doesn't have all these drama and the media always beefing with the coach. Luke Walton could be the first coach. Looking all right, LeBron's got his like. Walton and LeBron, you know, and they were in the league at the same time. They're probably familiar with each other. There's probably mutual respect, I'm assuming. I don't know. But yeah. it's different than, you know, somebody who didn't play or you don't even like well, David Blatt. Well, out or not, you know what I mean? Not like... what, yeah. So I'm real, I'm real high on that pairing possibly. That's kind of been slept on. But LeBron has not had elite coaching. Like, it's just a fact. So we'll see I'm, what Walton can do. I got a few things. Um, I think I'm excited to see how the Lakers react. Uh. I think they're going to have a target on their back like they've never been through, those young guys. Definitely. You know? You're playing LeBron. You're expected to be one of the top teams. Um, I'm really interested on how Kyle Kuzma plays. He had a breakout year last year, but no one was scouting Kyle Kuzma. You know what I mean? He was like their third, fourth, fifth option. He was getting open shots. He's really going to be scouted. They're going to be putting people on him. Um, so I want to see how that goes. Uh LeBron playing the five, I think that's going to be the Lakers' best option. I agree. But LeBron in the past notoriously says he hates playing the five. Um, He doesn't like playing against those big down-low players constantly. Well, what I've heard is they're going to use him at the five only against small ball lineups. They have McGee to use against center. They're not going to play LeBron against a seven-footer. You know what I mean? They're going to wear him down like that. But then, like, Golden State goes small. LeBron plays the five, you know. I I see that too, but... Just in the past, and maybe he changed his attitude, but I know he's he's been on like tape saying I don't like playing the. Five no, he has so much talent around him now too. Where maybe so I want to see how it. that goes. You know what I mean? Over time, throughout the whole season, and longer than just a three to five minute set on the court. Well, real quick then, too, with him playing center. Sorry to cut no, you that's off. Fine. We're on the subject. You said something else I wanted to get in on. I don't remember, but. He is playing for his first, like, Miami, I've never heard of their sports media really being, like, harsh at all. Like, they seem pretty laid back from everything mm-hmm. I've seen. Okay, yeah, I see. Like, Criticizing LA media isn't going to let LeBron go. I don't want to play center. They're going to be like, why don't, you know, we need mm-hmm. you to play center. LeBron, get out there and play. Somebody's going to question him. It's going to be a little different, He's not going to be the, the head honcho. He's, of the, he's not the biggest dude in town, director, you know. He yeah. is, but at the same time, like, this is LA. Like, no, I agree. Somebody's going to question, like, what is going, like, why can't you play center? That's my Thought. AKA Maybe Magic, wrong. aka Kobe. I just picture like Bill Plaschke, like LeBron. <laughs> like, what's going on out here? Like, we need to play the Writing five. An article on it. Yeah, and it, you know, and the next thing you know, LeBron's like, all right, I gotta shut these dudes up. And then I got one more thing. I want to see how LeBron juggles. Uh, I need to win now versus I need to help develop some of these young kids. Um, to win to multiple. You know, so I just want to see how that goes. He's obviously a superstar. Superstars can't really wait. Um, he's getting over to the, you know what I mean. To be honest, getting I getting over the hill a little on his prime. I think so. they brought in the guys like Rondo and Lance and McGee, the kind of vets I would say. So they, I don't think he's gonna be very patient because LeBron's never he doesn't 
he's gonna help the guys, he's gonna guide them, but I just think they're gonna go all out. I don't think LeBron's gonna be like trying to get guys going, mm-hmm. like at least at first, just because it's LA. Like he's trying to be like you know he's on stage with Drake and Travis Scott, and you know he's trying to be that dude. He's not trying to come out and like Lonzo, let me guide you along, buddy. Like he looks like he wants to be the man right now. Well, especially in the playoffs last year, remember how they're always. They're like, okay, you need to get Kevin Love going. You need to get Kyle Korver his shots. And that was the whole thing on this is how you're going to beat Boston. This is how you're going to beat Golden Boston. State. So, you I know what I mean? I want to see how that Definitely that Ingram's going to have to just step up on his mm-hmm. own, which I think he will. He looked really good in the preseason. He looks like a 20-point like a per game guy easily. He was looking, taking it to the rack easy, like with that long, those long arms, long body, 6'10". Like, but he, he was also... It's preseason, I know. Yeah, it's he, preseason, but I want to see how he plays off ball. Egram's really good with the ball in his hands, but I just don't see how no, he's t- going to be t- able to have the ball in his hands. I'm with talking LeBron fast and breaks and stuff like oh, that, okay. but that's how with LeBron you have to get your points. You mm-hmm. know, like D Wade got his, you know, going hustling. I think I mean? Ingram will be more like that because on the break he looked a little more like, like I'd, I don't want to say Durant, but yeah, I guess Durant. But like you know when you see Giannis or Durant take it and they're like. Two steps from half court. You're like, and what the just, hell did yeah. I just see? Ingram did that a few times. I'm like, okay, it's starting to click a little. Like he was not like he was taking two steps, do a little like move and like shimmy and boom, he's at the rack from the three point lines. Like that was smooth. Like it just looked like his game's coming together, using the body right. Real quick, we'll move on from the Lakers. I wanted to say, Kuzma was the guy that I think he could have a big year, but it's gonna be a lot different than when you're down twenty. And you're leading your team chucking uh-huh. versus Getting, when you're like being a legitimate target, like you know, it's like, like I said, being yeah. scouted, having exactly. someone on you at all times. Don't leave this guy open; he's a sharpshooter. Kuzma's going to be deal. their number three guy. Like they're going to mm-hmm. be locked in on him, so he is going to struggle. Six I think. Year? I don't. Yeah, I don't see it personally, but maybe I think Lou Williams. Yeah. I was putting down. I was even thinking about. I have six man Lou. I think Doc plays kind of an older style of basketball oh, where he relies does. on that that six man bench guy to you know what I mean carry his team. So mm-hmm. he's going to have more. People don't do that as much, definitely. Exactly. And a lot of that I think has to go back with what we said about guys nowadays and the egos. It's just different. Not a lot of guys want to be the six man. More and more you hear, I, I'm not the six man. I refuse that yeah, kind of stuff all the time. That mellow stuff. Exactly. All right, we'll move on from the Lakers. But speaking of LeBron. What team do you expect to grab the throne as the top dog in the East now that LeBron is gone? Give me your top teams, one sleeper, and you know somebody who you know right now you know is the top team, and then somebody who you think could kind of jump up. I put uh, the Raptors will win the East okay, in the first. Wow. No, no, first for the regular season. I think the Celtics will take the crown in the playoffs. Playoff. I think Kawhi is going to be hungry and they just go out. I, yeah, I think Kawhi's. Everyone's looking over him. I think he's going to have an MVP type year. Uh, the Raptors obviously finished first last year. They got a better player. Their team's developing. Like they got some stud young people. Um, OG Anobi. Uh, What's what's that guy Pascal? Pascal, uh, Siakam. Yeah, that that the guy can ball down I think low. the Raptors have a, they have a great Van chance. Pete was the sixth man Van of the Vliet. year, wasn't he? I don't, he no, was like the like one in contention. Yeah, but I believe I really think the Raptors will end up two or three in the East. I think the Celtics definitely win it. I think the Sixers are the second most talented team though, but I just see the Raptors maybe leaping them in the regular season, taking them more. Like the Sixers are still young. No, I agree. Playoffs come, I'd probably still. take them in a series. The Sixers to beat them, the Raptors, but we'll see. 
I also think Lowry benefits uh, a lot from having Danny Green and um, Kawhi. Well, definitely. And um, But I, I believe that the Celtics do win the East, so I, I think the Raptors will be the second seed. But the Raptors are all in this year. Like, Yeah, they're going to – they've been all in, so now they're really all in with Kawhi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd say a team to watch, too. I think they have a legitimate chance at ending up second or third in the East is the Bucks. Um, Giannis is kind of has a chance to take over the East, in my opinion. I've been saying that for a while. He just looks like the guy who has a chance to be that dominant player in the conference. Maybe he doesn't take the throne, but he's been working with Kobe, and if everything pays off, Giannis could come out and average 30, and the Bucks could be like two or three in the East. I think part of the reason why I was so high on the Bucks personally was Jabari Parker, but he's not there now. But then on by saying that... He's a bull, right? Yeah, he's a bull now. By saying that, I feel like they put a lot of effort into trying to get Jabari going and being like a number two. And now that he's gone, they're just going to be like, all right, here you go, Giannis. Here you go, uh, Middleton. I don't think he was a great fit next to Giannis either because he was so, like like you said, they uh, had to get a, just not an athlete. Uh-huh. Like, Giannis is they're just trying like... trying to, you know what I mean, get their number two picks worth. Yeah, exactly. No, and I like Jabari. Um, I'm just looking at the Bucks roster. They're... They're young, definitely. They got Eric Bledsoe, Giannis. Borgadon. Brogdon. Yeah, Bro- Malcolm Brogdon's a really good player. Middleton. Their, their bigs worry me a little. They got Brooke Lopez, Middleton. If Brooke Lopez can really click, because they haven't had a legit big in a long time, I don't think Giannis has really ever played with one. That could be huge if he go out there and average even 14 and 7 every night. That just takes a lot of pressure off I them. think he can, and he stretched the help will help stretch Yeah, the he could be a 20-point-per-game guy. Uh-huh. You know, he's definitely With a three-point shot. I like, actually, that Brook Lopez. That's interesting. No, so, I, really I, like I think the, the Bucks could hop up as a two or three. I expect them to, honestly. And my, my team is a sleeper. We just mentioned them. They're not going to win the East this year. They're not even going to be top four, probably. Maybe they'll be, like, eight, but... Eighth seed. I'm going with the Bulls. They're young. I know they're a year away. Marketing? Larry Marketing, yeah. And they just got a lot of young talent, man. They got Jabari, Zach Levine, Marketing. Bobby Portis, I think, is still there. I got to double check. Still punching teammates. Wendell Carter, I really am a big fan of. I think he's going to be the next, I don't want to say Al Horford, Ellen Brand, somewhere in that, somewhere hybrid in there. Like 20 points, 10 boards, great defender. I'm real high on. Who's playing the... point for him? Levine. Or... Well, they got Levine, and then who? I don't. Let's let's look it up. You wanna? Are the uh, Heat? If the, if the Heat acquired Butler, it was are they the, a dark horse? Uh... Well, I know they had Grant. They had one of the Grants. Uh, it's the point guard, Chris Dunn. That's who it is. Oh, Chris Dunn. Yeah, Chris Dunn. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he's nice, man. I like. Chris. I can't believe I forgot. Yeah. So there you go. That adds to the puzzle a little more. So they're just a team that's a, maybe a year or two away, but I think they can make a run of like seven seed just off like talent and. Yeah, sometimes those young teams come together and click and special stuff happens. It doesn't happen for every young team, but, you know, the Bulls, they're my team I could see being a challenger that nobody saw coming. What about the Heat if they acquire Butler? Are they a dark horse? Or are they they're not even a dark horse if they get Butler. The Heat are always a contender in the East, in my opinion, just because Spolstra and Riley just have a system, you know? Uh-huh. They Every year are kind of the same thing. They just find a couple guys to step teams. up, plug and play, stay relevant. Pat Riley's not going to, you know, tank. He's got no. too much pride. He's an old man. Why would he do that? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Moving on. My my next question here. My next topic. I was supposed to check the year here, so I failed everybody. But the first year since blank year that there's no Kawhi. Sometime in the 90s or 80s. No Kawhi. Timmy D. Mono. Tony Parker. David Robinson. A.K.A. No homegrown Spurs star since 
way back when. Can you look that up, John? I think it's like 90, 1988 or something. David Robinson was drafted. We got to fact check that. But does the culture shift in San Antonio, do you guys think? Or do the new look Spurs carry the torch? What are your guys' uh, thoughts? No, I. Their I'm, one homegrown uh, DeJounte Murray got injured. Yeah, I was just oh, is he out for the year? Yeah, oh, yeah, I did not know that. 1987. So, 87, David Robinson. I was a year off. Um. I That's think, a long time of having homegrown stars, though. That is 20, like, I can't even do the math right years. now. 20. 30 years. Yeah. I'll say 29. But 30 years, yeah. 80, 29 yeah. years. 30, 30 yeah. years, yeah. 31. We're not looking very <laughs> smart out here. Ugh. Yeah, 31. That's crazy. That is a long time. I didn't know it was that long. 31 years the Spurs have had a homegrown star. And I was going to say DeJounte Murray, I think, does carry the torch and become a star over the next few years, but ACL tears serious thing, man. The yeah, NBA, yeah. that's for a point guard, that could be a big thing. Nowadays, it's a lot easier to recover, but we're really going to have to wait and see how that turns out now. Wow. And I'll, I'll just say, how do you guys think DeRozan fares? I think DeRozan kind of uh, shocks. I think he will uh, do well in the new system. I don't see them, like... Winning the conference or anything, but I see him like as like a four or five seed in the West. I like agree. Maybe a, maybe like lowest the six. The Spurs are gonna still be the Spurs. I think if you remember when we talked about it right after the trade, I think people are gonna be surprised how good the Spurs still are because DeRozan's been with Aldridge too. With Aldridge too, yeah. But I just think DeRozan's like Toronto's never had the best offensive system. It's just kind of been like yo, Demar, like go drop twenty five. And Kyle Lowry's gonna like chuck some threes. Last year they ran a lot better, more three point oriented plays. But I don't know. I think being in that system, we're gonna see Demar end up being like a twenty seven point per game scorer. I, I don't think he's any less gifted offensively than Kawhi. Really, I know that maybe people wouldn't say that, but he could do everything Kawhi could do on offense. Oh, he score. It's just not. He, he he's never it. gonna bring the defense and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he can get you thirty. He get he can get you forty. You know, Demar's real gifted scorer. So. And I think if the Spurs honestly had Dejounte Murray still, they would be a top. They could get that top four C. I was really high on him. Doing, I like him a lot. Given fourteen and I believe his and his mentor's Jamal Crawford. He takes a lot of his like style after that. So uh-huh. That's always something I can root for. He's that six 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 five point guard. You know, Long, athletic, freak athlete. Yeah. Can you look up who they have at point guard now? Right now, Tony Parker's gone, and now they don't have a point guard. They're like, uh. Mills? But they probably would be better off. Patty Mills? Tony Parker wasn't dumb, but he's not, can't be a premier player anymore. Yeah, if they have Patty Mills, I think they'll be fine, but I'm guessing he's still Oh, they got Lonnie Walker in the draft. He's a two, though, I believe. Lonnie Walker, the fourth? Yep, and Patty Mills still. So, yeah, Patty Mills will carry the ship. He's going to go out there and get you, like, 13, five assists. could run the rock, though. He can, but not ideally. You yeah, know? I think you are right. I think Walker is a two, but I think he handled the ball a little in college. I and I'm assuming they're gonna have him. You know what I mean? Carry yeah, I can't see Pop unless he's really polished as a ball handler, like giving him that responsibility. Okay, though, you, you know what I mean? Like he's not gonna learn on the fly. Maybe like year two, he's gonna come out. Like he'll probably play a lot off ball and then Maybe develop have, that. Uh, Aldridge handle the ball a lot in the. Uh, post kind of you know yeah they're gonna run they'll probably look a little old school at times but even the spurs when they look old school are still like running a futuristic thing because pop just does things other coaches don't but all right that was some spurs talk that was all the topics i got your spurs one nice guys nice (laughs) one more thing we're gonna get into for nba here and then we're gonna get into our mvp rookie of the year 
predictions, that kind of stuff. Do you guys have anything else you want to bring up before I get in our last? All right, we're it, just going to go. What, guys, you got something? It'll be fun to watch Boogie Cousins and the Warriors. When he comes oh, back, yeah. definitely. Yeah, when he comes back. And that's a perfect situation coming off an injury like that because as a big man, that's scary, man. We don't know if he's ever going to be the same. Like mm-hmm. I hate to what say if that. he puts up like 26, though? Jesus. Nobody be shocked. He's been putting up jumpers, though. I could definitely see Boogie and Draymond. I think I said this before. Just like end up like getting into it. Like Boogie takes like eight shots in a row down the stretch and Durant's like wide open and Draymond like tackles him. And next thing you know, it's just mayhem. Boogie, Boogie's choking Draymond or Draymond choking Boogie? Both. Yeah. Draymond's I just, choking Boogie. I've just seen Boogie take so many bad shots, you know what I mean, where he's like, flow of the game's just totally forgotten. And on the Warriors, he's not going to do that as much. The Kings, yeah, when he was on the Kings. Even on the Pelicans, like, they'd be like, the offense is going smooth. Next thing you know, he's taking like a 30-foot three-pointer. You know, it's like, what the hell just happened, man? Get in the paint. No, he can shoot, though. He's not a bad shooter. Yeah, he's, but yeah, he's... Situationally, though, it's just like, what are you doing, Boogie? All right, we're going to get into over-under contending teams. We're just going to kind of go down the list here. We're going to go 60-win teams, 50-win teams, 40-win teams. Just match up some teams with each uh, bracket here. And if you're not good enough to be a contender, you didn't make the list, we'll check back next year for you. And that opens the door, too, to see where who we slept on, you know, who was, like, the team that jumps up and is a contender that didn't even make this list, something like that. Opens the door for some fun stuff. I don't know who didn't, got left off the list. I need to fact check everything here. The home of the fan, pod 50. Let's do this. NBA preview. We'll start with 40 win teams. Over, under, 40 wins. The New York Knicks. Uh, I'm going to say under. For I still think they're a player to away. Kristaps will have a good year, but... Kristaps is out for like half the year. Yeah. Right? So I'm going to go under. I don't think he's coming back till mid-year. Yeah. And even then, I don't see him playing much minutes. So, um, shout out to Kevin Knox, I like though. Kevin Knox, though. I think he'll be a rookie of the year candidate. Yeah, I, I'm going to say under. I think they were in, like, the 35-win range. I think they could be, like, the Lakers, kind of, where they, like, take a jump, and then next year they take that big leap. We'll see, though. So, you're going over under, cuz. Under. All right, we're all going under for the Knicks. They're not going to win 40 wins this year. They're not going to win 40 wins. That sounded weird. Win 4D games. All right. Chicago Bulls. We just talked about him. Even I'm going under, though. Even though I like him to be a contender. I just think they're a little bit away still. Yeah, I think if, I mean, the eighth seed could have 37 wins this year for the East. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. Somewhere in, like, the 41 range. Yeah, I'm going to go under also. Under? I'm going under. I'm not as high as... Um, you're on them on the Bulls. Yeah, I mean, even I went under. I just think they're a year away. I just threw them on there because there's kind of their names floating. They're not like a total bottom feeder. They are, but they're getting there. What about the Pacers? They surprised a lot of people last year. Oladipo, Miles Turner. Um, I'm for sure over. Yeah, I'll go over. over in the sense that I have the Bulls. I I see the Pacers being a higher seed than the Bulls. So, well, that was great logic, guys. Thank you. I think Old Depot brings the that was kind of logic. You understood it. I don't know if we all. I think Miles Turner's consistently been getting better, and so I think that he's like a little bit like an Aldridge. I think his game's not just like him, but he's got a lot of that in him. And um, yeah, Pacers are a playoff team in the East. They just are. They're well coached. They got a Tyreek Evans. If I'm not, I like that. Yeah, it's a good Mm -hmm. fit. They're and they're a tough team. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna play. They're like the new Grizzlies. I said that last year, kind of in the East, though. Like maybe not the like exactly like the Grizzlies, but. 
doesn't matter who they play. They're going to play hard. Mm-hmm. I agree. And it sounds weird, though. They might miss Lance just from, like, a weird culture standpoint. Like, he was the Pacers, like, interrogator. Like, Lance just raised hell, man. Like, it's a little sick, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. No. Yeah. I like it, though. All right. Pistons. I'm going to go over. Over. Blake yeah, Griffin. Dwayne Casey. Shout out. Shout, shout out, out Blake, Blake Griffin. Griffin. Shout Dwayne out Casey. Dwayne Casey. Shout out Reggie Jackson, Mr. October. Shout out Josh Smith is making a comeback, too. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they didn't put an article on. on it. He's not on the Pistons, though. They wouldn't I know, I know. Oh, okay. But he just, from, you know what I mean? Pistons, that's okay. my Josh Smith's career. Okay. I always think okay. him on the Pistons. Yeah, he was okay. bad on the Pistons. He was a hawk. All man. right. But all right, I'm going to go over. I think that they won about 43, 44 games. I mean, we don't see a lot of elite big man duos in the NBA anymore. And I think Griffin and Drummond are both good passers. They're both smart Wait, players. Wait, was Josh Smith never on the Pistons? He was, okay. but he he had, did not have a good run there. Okay. He was a really good <laughs> hawk. He was bad as a Piston. But um, we're all going over. I think the Pistons were a year away, and now they have Dwayne Casey, and I think he's going to kind of take them over the hump. Van Gundy was a great coach in his prime, but... He was doing the kind of thing where Thibodeau is, where he's the president. He's got all this going on. And I think sometimes it's just too much for these guys. I'm not trying to hate, but you're a basketball coach. You're not a CEO. Like, I I would love you to be able to do both, and it'd be great. And I think a lot of guys can, but just not for everybody. Like, Stan Van Gundy, I think he could run a business. I'm not saying he couldn't, but to coach the team and run the business, you know, that's a lot going on. So, you know, I just think Dwayne Casey takes him over the hump. That's just me. We all agree on that. Yeah. Phoenix Suns, that's a little bit of a sleeper. DeAndre Ayton, Booker. You're going over. Going over. Wow. You think I don't know. I'm gonna go under on that one. I'm gonna go under as well. I think they're more I don't think Trevor Reza is the answer. You know what though? They could Is Booker out for a little bit? He's just out for a little look bit. Look that right? up. Look it up. I think that they have a legit chance to win forty games. I'm gonna go under, but they're a team that if everything clicks they can win 45 games off talent. Like, they are very talented. Raw. Yeah, definitely raw. But Booker, I mean, I've said it before. He has a chance to be a 30-point-per-game Kobe-like score. I know it sounds crazy, but the dude really has that gun, like, gunner mindset where he just keeps chucking, shoot or shoot, you know? Shoot So I do think uh, if the Suns are going in the right direction, too, I could see them trading for a point guard or for kind of like a vet player to make them a little better. Definitely. Who is their point guard going into the year? Do you know by chance? I know they, they literally like don't have look a up starting the roster. Point I know guard. Booker was running the one quite a bit last year and was having some success, but I think they're a year away. But uh, hopeful to play season opener and you, look at the roster. Right on. If you want to look up their point, we'll move on. The next team, Miami Heat, forty wins. I'm gonna say over. They always seem to get it. They're yeah. always going to get their 40. I'm going to go over. I think they land Butler. You think they land Butler? It yeah. works out? Yeah. I don't know, but guys is going over. Josh, what about you? So they you? have the two rookies, DeAnthony Melton, Ellie Okabu, and then they have Shaquille Harrison. Those are the only point guards on the roster. And Isaiah Cannon is the Okay, Isaiah Cannon started last Cannon. year. He's quietly like... He'll go, you know, he's not a, a point guard that's going to take you to the playoffs. No, no. But he could start some games. Well, they're, he's they're talking to trade for Patrick Beverly. They're really high on Pat Bev. I don't want to give him up, but I could see First that as a great fit. That's what they're asking for. Might have to do it. I know. I don't know. Beverly's um, the man. All right. I would. Uh, Miami over. Miami under. over. I'm over. Over. 
All right, so Miami, they are kind of like they're going to get their 40 wins barring major injuries. It just kind of always happens. I think Whiteside has a better year for them too. More consistent year, yeah. He was kind of all over the place last last year. year. Yeah, it was not his year. All right, let's move on to 50-win teams, guys. 50 wins. This is the big kahuna stuff, you know what I'm saying? Uh Uh-huh. I'm like waiting for somebody to say this. Tuna. All right. The big tuna. We'll start out with the L.A. Lakers. I'm going to go, can I say even? Under. You could say even, I guess. I'll say even. I think they get 50 wins, 50 and 32. Um, I think the West will be still tough for him. Uh, LeBron will still ball. Not like, not coax, coax, coast, you know what I mean? Coax. Um, but he'll he'll play when he needs to and let the other guys. I think he'll have so much talent around him that he's not going to take nights off, but he's going to be like, okay, I don't have to take the reins on this one. Like, I don't know if I agree with that, but I think that they get close to 50 wins. I'm going to say... Over, I think they get 50. I don't think LeBron's going to be taking the reins off, though. He's in L.A., man. I think he's going to be, like, really going pedal to the metal. Well, I, but he won't be, like, it won't be, like, full, like, full energy. You know what I mean? Like, he, it, it, it'll look so smooth where it looks like. I don't know if I agree, though, personally, just because it's a new team. I think when LeBron hits his stride, you're right, yeah. But mm-hmm. it always takes a little when they get these new rosters. I'm, on, I'm, on, <clears throat> I'm going under. All right. I saw that coming. All right, let's go the Spurs, a team we talked about. I'm going. I'm going to go over. I think they end up winning 50 games if everybody's healthy. I don't think they fall off that much without Kawhi because they've almost won 50 games without him. I'm going to go under. Josh? I'm going to go under. Okay. See how it's split there. He went over. All right. (laughs) Moving on, Raptors, all the teams we talked split. about. I was a little split. I'm going over. 50 wins? Only 51 team in the East, you think? Or you think there's Celtics are a 60-win team. You think so? We're going to get into that later, but yeah, if you know, if you've been watching basketball, I'm not trying to be rude, that's a stacked team. No, I know that. <laughs> yeah, not, you don't have to say that every time. Well, I'm it's not ca- trying to be a dick. I'm not trying to be Why? Well, but, I, but I'm kind of being a dick, <laughs> questioning if you've ever even watched I know a sport. I've, I don't Because the Celtics 60. are a 50-win team any day of the week. Like, come on, bro. Do you know they're raw? Like, yeah, I mean, I could see the Celtics getting 50, but... That's why I just you said the East have a six a fifty win team. Another fifty them. win, yeah. That's why I just said the Celtics are definitely a fifty win team. Um, is I'm that over one? for the for the Raptors, so yeah, I'm over. I'm gonna go over. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I'm just like they're de- there's definitely not the only fifty win team in the East. Like Sixers are gonna get damn close too. Speaking of the Sixers, do you think they're over under? Under. Under. I'm over. I think they're gonna get in- more injuries. Wow, he's putting that out there. Could happen. Bad though. juju. The one yeah. thing that I'm gonna go Sixers, under. I think they're like a 47 win team, but in the playoffs, they're like maybe one of the most talented. You know. I like how the Sixers bring their game against the best teams. You know, what I mean, when they lose, it might be against you know what I mean, whatever team. But they Joel and B likes to play. You know what I mean? The big guys. He likes to play against the good teams. That's kind of why it. I said when the playoffs come, they'll step their game up. I think. Me personally, but we'll see how it goes. I can definitely see them winning 50. They're going to be like 48 wins. That's my prediction. Clippers. I'm going under, unfortunately. Under, yeah. Under. They'll be, they'll be in the four. I think. They're going to surprise a lot of people, 40, though. So. I think so, too. 41 and 41. 
not I think they have a potential to be better than that. I think the West isn't quite as complete as people like to think it is. That's just me personally. We'll get into that more later. All right, the 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 Bucks. I almost said the Cleveland Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks. I'm gonna go under. I'm going over. I think they're a 50 win team this year. I think Giannis is gonna take his game to that next level. I'm going under. All right, I'm the only one there, but I feel it. I don't think they're gonna be win the finals, but I do think they're a 50 win team because somebody's just gotta fill the shoes in the East, and I think they're one of the teams that could really step up and pick up some slack. Thunder. Over. Over. Ooh, I'm going to go under on that one. Yeah, I'm going to go under, but, you know, they could be a 51 team. I just picture them more like 45, 47. Kind of just like this next team. That's where I think they're at the T-Wolves. I think they're about 45-win team. What about you guys? Yeah, maybe less. They're under. under. Their talent's over. They're going to be under, though. Yeah, it depends how this Butler situation plays out, too. You're but not, You can't have a great year when your videos are really starting out like this. It sound, yeah. yeah, unless – only thing I'll say, it sounds crazy. If somehow they move Butler and it, they turn it into a positive where Towns and Wiggins and all these guys kind of like, all right, like, he's not here. We got to, like, man the – you know what up and get our game shit because I think a lot of the problems I've heard is kind of not to say they're soft but you know they're kind of like that new age player and Butler's old school he's just yelling gritty fiery and they're just more like laid back style so maybe that like without him there they're like we gotta step up mm-hmm. kind of we'll see though. and Wiggins not playing defense like I've been hearing that well, since that's, he yeah, I think that has NBA. part of kind of what the problem is with the whole mentality kind of that New NBA versus the old man. The old NBA, you better play both ways. Like you better be tough on defense. But all right, Trailblazers. They could be a surprise fifty-win team. I'm going over. I'm going over too, barring no trades. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they're gonna move any of their big names. I'll go over. Kai's is going over. Loki, like two or three, their three seed. I, I can see them being three again. Yeah, they're like a three, four seed, and I really, I believe, right now in the NBA and all pro sports, really, you guys can maybe see where I'm coming from. There's so much turnover nowadays. Just having a consistent core for like two, three, four years really like helps. helps that playoff uh, core, like battle tested group. Oh, maybe we lost in the playoffs every year, but even that's rare nowadays. It's like, all right, if we're not going to win it all, let's just tank. So I got respect the Blazers are always trying to stay relevant at this point. And Lillard and McCollum are top five backcourt, no question. They're, they're, they're offensively maybe. Right there with right behind like Clay and Steph, I think Lillard's know? one of the most underrated superstars in the game. Oh, he definitely is. If he was in LA or a big city, you know what I mean? People would be wearing his jersey every he'd be the one of the biggest stars in the league because the way he carries himself too. He's a star, like makes music. He's one of those guys he just has a little different approach. He's in Northwest and it's kinda of low key from the sports world. Always has been. Mariners, that kind of, you know, besides mm-hmm. Griffey and Aaron. Alright. Wizards. They could be a 50-win team, but I'm going under. I'm going under. Ooh, that's a good one. They're, uh, they're a pretty nice team this year. And who did they I'm grab? I, I'm having trouble remembering. Dwight, right? Yeah, I think so. Is that and a, they got Austin Rivers. Yeah, I like Austin Rivers as a sixth man. Are you going over under, Josh? Actually, by saying that, I'm going over. I think things clicked for this year finally. John Wall got called off for partying. Oh, did he? He said, uh, I'm a grown man. I'm not going to sit at home and... You know what I mean? Just, like, count the money I make. I'm going to enjoy my life as long as I get get to work. It's, like, one of those things, like, I can't, like, respect that. At the same time, you could be, like, trying to be Kobe and, like, not partying and be in the gym instead of it. Not, like, Mm -hmm. I I mean, I probably would go celebrate, too. I'm not saying I wouldn't. You know what I mean? I I respect, like, you know, you earned it. Go enjoy it. Yeah, you have those athletes like Kobe's, but then you also, you know what I mean? You also hear, like, oh, 
But I'm Athletes just saying, only train a few hours a day. That's just not then, a that's just not a good response. So is what I'm saying. He, you know, you could easily be like, you know, I work hard all day. I do, you know. He's like, I earned it, you know. Which I'm not hate. I'm just saying there is those guys like you hear. They're in the gym at midnight every night, like doing weird. It's not every night, but you've heard the stories, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm not taking away from John Wall. I think he's a great player. I think that they go under 50. But like I've said about a lot of teams, they're going to be right there. They're like a 47-win team. Everything clicks. They could win 55 games if they get hot because John Wall and Bradley Beal are super talented. I do like Dwight if everything works out, though. He's kind of one of those things. Bradley Beal have a year where he's Is Dwight for sure a wizard? It. I got to double check that. Uh, yeah, he is, yeah. Is Bradley Beal have a year where he's finally talked about, you know what I mean, a superstar? He, he, he kind of emerged last yeah, year. Yeah, he had that fringe last year. He's I just don't... He's not a superstar, but he's a star. You know what I mean? He's emerging Maybe as a star. Maybe he comes out and drops 25, 26 well, this year. He's you know? been right around that. I mean, he could take his game to the next level. I've heard his game being compared to Ray Allen before. I'm not saying he's Ray Allen, but he even is kind of a little Ray Allen, like in the sense... even when Ray he, Allen or Jesus Shuttlesworth. Either, whatever we want to call it. <laughs> tomato, tomato. But you got to think about Ray Allen, even though he was a star, he never really was, like, the biggest star in the league till he was on Boston, you know? He was, like, always just, like, a great player. You know, I think mm-hmm. Beal's right up that alley where he's just going to be a great two-guard, all-star caliber player, but he's never going to be, like, number one or two at the position, you know what I mean? That's just me. Maybe he is one number two at the position, but that's just me. I don't know. I could see him. I just don't ever see Beal as a superstar. I think he's like a star, though. You know how they make that. Uh, people say there's a different superstar star. Oh, definitely. Know, you get it. Uh, basically, what I'm saying is if Bradley Beal came to the Clippers, we'd be hype, but we're not driving to the stadium that day. LeBron comes to the Clippers, my jersey. You know, I mean, I'm ordering the jersey. That's like kind of the difference, I guess. I don't know. You probably order the Beal jersey. Beal be raw. Beal be raw. You I just, do like I'll just make it a comparison. Is. All right, we'll keep it moving. No, I like Beal a lot, but no superstar. I spoke. I don't even know what I'm doing. Nuggets. The um, Denver Nuggets. I think they have a really – I think they go kind of far. I'm know. going over. I'm going to go over. Kai's was so skittish. He's like, I think they go kind of – Josh is going, going over. Under. I think they, the West is still a little too tough. I think the Lakers give them a fit. The Nuggets uh, – not the Nuggets. The Warriors give them a fit. The Rockets give them a fit. I'm going under. I That's think, six losses. I think they're like a 45-win team. Yeah, 43 to 47. I think they have the talent to take the leap and win 50 games or something, but they didn't really add anybody. They just kind of stayed the same, so they just need to depend on guys getting better. I think they were injured a little last year, though, no? They did have some injuries. Yeah. Oh, the Chargers just ran one of the worst plays I've ever seen. Phillip Rivers just got thrown the football. He's diving all over. It's really ugly. That was ugly. It's not a fumble, is it? On it him? was backward pass by Keenan Allen, so technically. All right, moving on to the Pelicans. I think the Pelicans without DeMarcus Cousins, I don't see them winning 50 games. I do not. I go under. I don't see them winning 40. I think it's going to be an interesting year in the NBA. Like People want to hype up the West, and the West is going to be good. There's a lot of teams that are in the middle right now yeah. that aren't quite 50-60 win teams. I think there's really a few teams that sit above the rest. I'm under for the Pelicans. Yeah, and I mean, Anthony Davis is talented enough that he could go ape you-know-what and just 
make something happen and lead them to a 50-win season. It seems like it's hurt every year. I was just going to say, I have him down as my MVP, but I don't see him playing 82. That's only He thing. keeps saying things like, I know I'm the best player in the league. What's well, like, dude, you have the maybe the most talent. You have not proved that you can be the you know best player on the, your team though. When you know if you're hurt every year, mm-hmm. like, he's the most talented. Like he really is a talented player. I don't know if he's more talented than LeBron or well, even games a couple are a other different guys. Too. I like the fact no, that he can lock down the, the yeah. you know what I mean block shots. It's a different game. There is people though who go ads. There's been people who have said things like Anthony Davis has more talent than LeBron. Just like you could say that, but what does that even mean? You know what I mean? On paper, he might, but on the court, he doesn't. You know? Those two together, though. Whew. Yeah, that would because that was rumored together. a while ago, but I never played it. All right. We've moved up to the last bracket. If we forgot anybody who should be a contending team, I apologize. Can you guys think of anybody? We're doing the 60-win teams. There's only a couple teams on the list. If you guys want to pull up a list of the teams in case we forgot anybody, Josh, I guess. But we're going 60-win teams. We're going with the Boston Celtics. I'm going to say over. I think the Celtics are the cream of the crop out east, and I just I just think they're going to run away with that conference Spurs. if everybody's healthy. We just talked about Spurs. Yeah. Kai's, what do you think about the Celtics? Yeah, I know. We left off the yeah. non-contenders. Yeah. Did you listen to this? No, the, I was listening. I was uh, counting. I was to remind counting. the listeners at home, we left off the teams who are not worthy of being contenders. I just I'm I got one I got that. one thing. Uh, what about the Cavs? I just don't think they're contenders. I'm kind of interested. You think they can win 40 games? I think they might. I think they could slip in in the eighth seed. And as we said, real quick, we'll we'll pump the brakes on the on the 60 win teams. We'll bounce back to 40 wins. We'll talk Cavs. What do you guys think? I personally, I like Colin Sexton or I like Kevin Love. Tristan Thompson ain't bad. Mm. You know, J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith still scores. I personally think they're like a 28 win team. 28? They're not even getting 30? Damn, Lou. Oh, he's just just like, fuck them. I just don't. I like Kevin Love. I guess he's 32. I think you're going to have a lot of nights where, like. I honestly thought they would be flirting with 40, possibly. This is what I see. You want to hear my honest prediction? I can see them doing better than the Knicks or the Bulls. Real quick, my honest prediction this is how it's gonna go there's gonna be a lot of nights where Colin Sexton's going hard to the rat Kevin Love's playing hard and they're like down 14 in the third and like JR's in the corner just like this you know that look on his face where he's out of the game Tristan Thompson's gonna be like not paying it like they had a group where LeBron did a lot to keep those guys engaged and I just don't see them staying focused like I hate to say it JR Smith already was a space case as they say you know what I mean so now imagine I just picture moments where you're just going to look and be like, what are the Cavs doing? Colin Sexton's the guy, though, that could change all that. I really like him. I think he'll be a stud one day, but... Rodney Hood's still on the team, I, too, I believe. I think he'd do all right. Yeah, he Utah? resigned. What about Utah? He might have gone to the Pacers. You might want to... I'll look it I up. could be wrong. Utah, they could get 40. What about Utah? There we, cause oh, there we go. Utah they, and Utah, we're, we're going to even put Utah in the 50. I was going to put 50. Yeah, definitely. The Hornets, they're not making the list. We're no, leaving them off. They're not winning. Right. I'm just going to hate on them you know, right now, but I just don't think they won 40. What, what was I looking up? Um... Ronnie Hood. Yeah. So Cavs, Josh, you going over under? I'm going under. Kai's okay. is going under. I'm going. Did I go over on the Bulls or the Knicks? Uh-uh. Okay, I'll go under then. I just don't think. I just think, like I said, I hate to say it, but there's gonna be a lot of times Jr. and these guys are just kind of like, damn. Last year, no, we were I'm like, going over. I'm going over. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, okay. he's still on the Cavs along with. Uh, they still have Clarkson, Clarkson. They still have Nance. I'm going over. 
I mean, I could maybe they're thirty-five one team, <laughs> but I don't know, man. I just don't see. I can it. see him getting seven now. I don't. More I just. That I just don't. No, I just don't see it. I just think LeBron did so much to keep that team going. Like they're a team of guys who, they all are kind of like like it's a bunch of misfits. Like LeBron kind of has. Now he always has these guys where it's like he's got the Clarkson, he's got the Ronnie Hood who left Utah because he didn't fit right. Clarkson didn't fit right. You got the Jr. who's never fit anywhere. Tristan Thompson is does his own thing quite often. Like he's fighting Draymond at the party. You know what I mean? They're just it's an interesting bunch of guys. Talent wise, yes, they could win thirty five. You're right, but I just personally think LeBron did so much to like keep them on track. I'm going over. I think. I All right, we got you down as over, man. We'll come back to that one real quick. We'll do Utah, then we'll do our sixty win teams and talk a little MVP and that stuff, and then we'll wrap it up. Pod fifty is rolling right now. Hope you guys are enjoying all you NBA fans. We're back talking NBA. It's I'm my go time of under the year. for Utah, but I do think they have a winning season. Who's the one? Did you want them to be brought up and then you go under? Yeah, I'm going over. I said a 40 win team though. I can't you put them at 50. I'm definitely gonna say they're gonna go. Is it 50? I'm going over. I think they'll be a top four seed. I mean, Utah's pretty damn good. That's why I put them at 50. Bear, they're they're just too good to be a 40 win because they're gonna win 40. Eagles said Eagles uh, put on a. I don't know, you know what, what he posted, but he said I'm the best shooter in the league. He's one of them. I'm going to say overall. So I think Utah is one of these teams like I just talked about where they – Donovan Mitchell obviously last year was a rookie, but they have this core that's kind of been intact. And just that alone was going to get them, I think, 50 wins. I do. I'm, I'm surprised I left them off the list. I just did this off the top of my head. I just kind of was going. But I think I did a pretty good job for the most yeah. part. Left left two teams off. Sure. Just kidding. All right, man. Let me go home and cry now. All right. So Utah, I think, is a playoff 50-win team, playoff team. Josh thinks they're 50-win team, playoff team. Probably playoffs. I guess we don't know yet because 50 wins sometimes doesn't get you in in crazy years. And then Kai's is going under. But, yeah, Ricky Rubio, Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, Joe Ingles. Who else are they? They had some players, definitely. Do they sell favors, I believe, or is he? Yeah, I think he signed a two-year deal. Yeah. Yeah, they're nice. If you want to pull up their roster. All right, we'll move up to the 60-win teams, wrap this over-under up. I hope you guys are enjoying this. It was just a quick way to break down the whole league, you know what I mean, without getting too in-depth, breaking down position by position. You guys can go buy a fantasy basketball magazine. They'll tell yeah, you all that Fergers, stuff. Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen's a guy I've said. Ricky Rubio. Grayson Allen could be a sleeper to watch down the stretch. He's Jay a four-year guy. He can come in the league and contribute early. Like, watch for Grayson Allen to be a contributor. Dabo? I, Dabo? So, I was reading a Rookie of the like Year uh, article. They had all your normal Rookie of the Year candidates, and one guy says, I think Grayson Allen's going to win it. Like, they had, like, 20, That's you know crazy. what I mean? And I was like, whoa. And like, he's like, you know what I mean? They're going to – they have – they need a, a shooter – you know what I mean? Like two, three. I, I don't think that. he wins it, but I'm honestly, I've kind of always thought he's a guy who his game will be better in the NBA. Like, cause right now the NBA is just kind of like let it rip mindset. Whereas coach K is never going to let a shooter just shoot. You know yeah. I mean? He's plays a no, very stru- structured offense. <laughs> Heck of a play just now wow. on the TV, on the iPad here. All right. 60 win teams for the, Fourth time we're going to get into this. We keep trying on this. I'm going to go under for the Celtics. We keep going back to Utah, which been to Utah. I see the Celtics Don't getting 59 wins. Okay, it's not that bad a place. <laughs> it's not that bad. I just saw every no, time I've driven through there, are rocks hit my windshield. I don't know why. Knock on wood. Some bad luck. Three times. But, no, it's a beautiful state. All right. Celtics, Kai's. 
One more time. I'm going under. I think they get 59 wins. I think they're, that is just the most Kai's, like, devil's advocate move. <laughs> they're going to be under 59. I'm going under, too. Really? Okay. I really think they're going to be over. I think after watching them in the playoffs last year, having Kyrie and Gordon Hayward back, that team is just too good in the East, man. They're a complete team, too. They're not top-heavy. Those two guys can come back and play 30 minutes a game, drop 21, 22 each, and they'll be unbelievable because they did they, without them you know they were almost the best team in the east in the playoffs so I think they win 60 I just think they're that good I think they're that deep really you have Jason Tatum possibly as a six man you got Jalen Brown one of those two is going to be the six man you got Marcus Morris Marcus sorry I almost combined both the names in one there Marcus Morris I mean I like um, Baines the center even I think Marcus Smart, they still the have team. him, but they're kind, he's kind of all over the place. They have, like, question if they're going to okay. trade him stuff. No, they signed him to, oh, they did. to like, a three-year deal. Okay, I see. Okay, that's good then. It's Rozier. They don't they – Rozier has potential to be a star. Like, not like maybe franchise player lead you to the playoffs, but number two or three guy, I see him as, like, a poor man's, like, Lillard kind of player. He's not Lillard. He's not Lillard. But he can go get you that, like, aggressive 20 points a game. He proved that in the playoffs, I think. Scary Terry. Scary Terry. Scary Terry. So I'm going over. I'm high on the Celtics. I just think that in how this has always worked in my opinion, you know, there's always that alpha dog who kind of takes over the conference usually, and I just think they're going to do that. I really think Brad Stevens is just a great coach, and they're going to win 60. All right. Rockets, 60, 60 wins for the Rockets? I'll go. That's my only team getting 60. I'll go, I'll go over. over, too. Over. All right. All right. I'm high on the Rockets. I'm high. I don't see. I see Melo. Everyone's I don't see, hating on it. I don't see Melo playing a biggest role as everybody thinks he's going to. Chris Paul said he's like, like how's Melo gonna blah blah blah? He's like, dude, Melo's just gonna be playing like we play at the park. If he's open, he's gonna shoot the ball. If he's not, he's gonna give it up. He's not gonna be playing bad basketball. Basically, is what he said. Well, I, I definitely think Chris Paul is the one guy who I said this when the trade happened. Chris Paul could kind of be like, yo, bro. When he gets barking, you know what mm. I mean? People listen. Mm. Like, you either hate him or you love him, but they're boys. Friend, yeah. Exactly. So, Blake Griffin probably was like, I hate this guy. Carmelo's going to be like, damn, I hate this guy, but you're right, bro. You're my boy. You know what I mean? Guy. We all have, like, somebody needs to put Melo in his place on the court. I hate to say it, but, we, you know, there's certain people, that, you know, I don't know. I just remember thinking of myself or something when I'm playing basketball. You take five bad shots in a row. You need a teammate to mm-hmm. go, dude, what the hell are you doing? And there's not always that person you want to listen to. So a lot of times, oh, what? Don't tell me how to play, man. But Chris Paul is like, the, the, I don't know. He's just the guy. Yeah, he's always been that one guy. I do think they don't win 60, though, personally. I think Noah Riza, they lost Mahmoude. I'm, I'm, I really like Luke, Luke Mahmoude. I think those two are going to hurt. And I think they make up for a couple losses, really, just on the perimeter. Like, those two were their kind of lockdown guys. They have P.J. Tucker. But, I'm excited to see how Clint Capella takes uh, another Yeah, step. he needs to take his game just, like, at the next level mm-hmm. for sure. CC? CC? Is that his nickname or what? Huh, C squared. If low, C squared. I like that better. Either way. All right, so I'm saying under. You guys are over. I just think they take a little step back. I think last year was kind of their year. I kind of think the Lakers are going to be this year's Rockets where, like, the Warriors are the team – and then, like, there's that next team who's really hungry. I mean, Chris Paul's going to be hungry, don't get me wrong. But 
everything went right for the Rockets last year until that last game seven, and then Chris Paul got hurt. All game went. six too. Well, that's what those last two games basically. But they 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 sh- that was their chance. I feel like, and I could be wrong, and I don't want them to take a big step back. I want the Warriors to go down, but I just see them taking a small step back. Sixty win teams. Last team we're talking about Warriors. I'm going over. I'm, I'm over too. I'm under. Kai's is under. Me and Josh are over. I really think with Boogie when he comes back and just with all the talk about, you know what I mean, are the Warriors going to take a step back? Well, you just never hear the end of it nowadays. Like, I think they win ultimately, but I don't think they get 60 wins. I think this year they get 60. I think last year the West was a little, in my opinion, even without LeBron, the West was a little more complete, in my opinion. Just There was just more teams that were like I liked that I liked in general. Like I think that's more top heavy right now with LeBron, but some of the bottom teams are just so all over the place. I don't know. Um one thing I think they win sixty. Patrick McCaw hasn't showed up, uh and I don't even know if he he might not even play this season. Because he's holding out or yeah, something. Yeah, he's holding out, so um Can I just say kinda interested to see how that goes. They could be they'll be fine without him, but they do he is a key role he, player. Good, yeah, exactly. Especially since they spent so much money on their star players, yeah, um, they don't. Yeah, they don't have a lot of. They depth. have like Iguodala is getting really old. Look real quick. I like Patrick McCaw, but you have to like know the pulse in the room, as they say. Like I'm sure his agents telling him, "Yo, like we gotta get this money. Like do it while you're good." But like, if you're if you have a chance to become a three time champion or whatever, get that third ring, and then when you're a free agent, split. Like why why are you gonna? Hold it just that seems like a, one of the worst business moves I've ever heard. Well, yeah, about. a lot of people are saying, um, you've been in the league like two years, you have no leverage. Like, like what do you do? And that's stuff. what I mean. Like, the more rings you add up, the more you become a solid role player and prove that you could do it. You just all these guys from the Warriors end up getting paid. Like, Kent Bazemore was a role player there, Ian Clark. You know, you see these guys who, um, the one Holiday, I think, played there for a little. Justin Holiday, maybe. You know, there's been a bunch of guys who are these little no-name backup guards. And you go get signed just because you're a championship experience. Mm-hmm. So get that third ring and then go somewhere else, sign with a crappy team and ball out. I'm just going on about because I'm shocked that that guy would hold out. This yeah, young and he's I not. Just read it this morning. Too. It's like, what do you, do you think you're going to get a, to be in a starter's pay? I just don't. What is he? You know, he wants six-man money. I don't even. Just shocked. Just shocked. <laughs> just shocked. All right. We'll wrap up the NBA preview. It's been a long one here at the home of the fan, but it's pod 50. A lot of great NBA stuff right now. We know everybody's probably watching football, but this time on Wednesday night, you're going to be watching basketball. We all know that because NBA's back. Let's get it. NBA preview, wrapping it up here. Josh, who's your MVP? We'll go down the line here. We're going to do MVP, rookie of the year. You want me to say all of them really quick? Yeah, just give all. We're going to do our award picks. MVP Anthony Davis. Rookie of the year goes to Luka Doncic. Uh, defense play of the year, I'm giving it back to Kawhi. Six man, I'm going uh, uh, Sweet Lou. And uh, most improved, I'm going with Markel Fultz. That's a good pick. I like that. Uh, uh, Markel Fultz pick. Mm-hmm. I uh, think he's going to ball out this year. I think he'll have a good year. He's definitely been a forgotten name. Right. I think uh, MVP, I think LeBron wins MVP. I just think that with um, he's just going to be a triple-double threat every night, so it's hard not to beat that. It's going to be similar to what Westbrook does, but better uh, efficiency. I think uh, Westbrook's name was only dropped one time, this whole pod right there. It's pretty, yeah. pretty silent on 
We didn't talk a whole lot of like Thunder. To be fair, we didn't get. We didn't talk about bringing them up, did we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. I said they definitely were talked about. I was high on them. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. But um, I can see what you mean, though. He just kind of LeBron has those crazy numbers. I agree. Uh, Did you do all your picks Mm -hmm. in? Okay, here. Keep rolling. My rookie of the year, I think Kevin Knox wins that. Um, I think with Kristaps out, um, I think he'll kind of take the lead of the offense. Um, That's a sleeper kind of, but I do like Kevin Knox potentially. Like he has, like modern NBA, you know, three four combo game. Like Colin Sexton could be up there too for rookie of the year. He could just trust because he's gonna get the, the um, minutes. Exactly, he's yeah. gonna get the touches. I could see that. Who do you got in the West and the East and winning it all, guys? Uh, West take the. Um, I think the it'll be Warriors and Rockets in the finals, uh, Western Conference final. But I think the Warriors win that. Um. East, I think it'll be. Um, I think the Celtics take the take it out of the. I think their talent just overall beats the um, the new look Raptors. I think the Raptors still kind of get there, but fall short again. And then uh, Raptor or Celtics Warriors. I do think the Warriors ultimately went out. Yeah, I think uh, same exact as Kyrie. Ky- oh, so, so you didn't predict yours no, yet. Didn't. Okay, my bad. But yeah, Warriors Rockets. And then Celtics Raptors. All right, all right. I see it. I'll see it. I'll tell you guys what I think when I get there. My MVP, I'm going the King, LeBron James. Should have won the MVP every year, but now he's on a new team. So everybody's like, oh, LeBron's so good again. Hashtag sports media. I'm hating. But the guy should win it every single year. Like, it's crazy. I think he's going to put up 38 and 30 points, you know, somewhere around like eight boards, seven assists. Kind of like Kai said, he's just going to be doing it all. Like like LeBron does, but his point his scoring is gonna be up a little this year. I think he's gonna take the, you know, the burden of like, yo, I'm on this young team. I'm in LA. He's gonna be trying to put on a show every night. The stars are gonna be in the house. LeBron's like, has his place in pop culture that I don't care what anybody says. Like Kobe, Shaq was there more. I'd say the Kobe. Like LeBron's bigger than those guys. So like he's like he like like we just said he was on stage with. Drake at his concert in LA last night, jumping around. Like, Shaq, I could have seen doing that, definitely. Could not have seen Kobe doing that. But Kobe's the man. It just brings a different kind of star power. Like, those people are going to be in the arena to see LeBron because that's his his boy. Kobe seems like a robot. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if I'd go. LeBron seems human by being on stage with Drake. But, yeah, no, LeBron is – he's prides himself, it seems like, on keeping it, like – Relatable. Level. He's more yeah, relatable. he's a very level person for the position he's in. I'll give you that. But all right, I think LeBron wins it all. He's rejuvenized. It's going to be huge. Rookie of the year, I'm going DeAndre Ayton. I just think he walks in and he gets averages 15-10 at least as a rookie. I do think a young guy, a young point guard like Trey Young, Shy Gilgis Alexander. I got to get that name down. Gilgis? Gilgis? Gilgis. Gilgis, I think. Shy Gilgis Alexander. So many vowels. Yeah, I'm just, I got to hear an announcer say, and I'll be all good. All right, Shy Gilgis Alexander. I think that's it. Colin Sexton and Trey Young all have a potentially chance to step up as rookie of the year just because if one of them takes the, the reins on their team as like maybe the number two score, three score. As a rookie point guard, if you can average 14 and, like, 6, you definitely have a chance to be a rookie of the year. I think Dontich is good, too, because he could finish in the top of the league in rebounds. He could average 12, 13, you know? And that, oh, you mean Aiden? Aiden, my Sorry, bad. yeah, Dontich yeah. is going to be nice. I was like, I, I don't think he's that kind of rebounder. I know, but, uh, yeah, he's actually Aiden. a sleeper, too. But um, I think out of those guys, I will narrow it down to Aiden's my favorite and kind of Trey Young's my number two guy just based on 
star power. If Trey Young can get it popping, like, you know, he hit that preseason game winner from half court, and it's just not a lot of people have that in them. So, you know, if you can go average 15 points a game, hit a couple game winners, do a couple things that make us go, okay, this guy's going to be a star. Like, that's what you need to do to win rookie of the year. It's not all just the numbers. Because I think Shy Gill gets Alexander might have more overall better rounded numbers than Trey Young, but Trey Young's going to he's gonna be a star. Whether just because the Hawks are so bad, he's going to get his chance. All right. I think LeBron is going to get the Lakers to the finals ahead of schedule, and I think the Rockets proved the Warriors could be beaten. I just think LeBron and some talent's going to do it. And out West, I got LeBron taking the Warriors in seven. It's an unpopular pick right now, but the Warriors have seemed like the focus has, like people have said that until they get in the finals, they've lacked focus and stuff. Can't do that against LeBron, and they know that. So it's going to be a matter of, is this War- Lakers team, excuse me, for real or not? We don't know yet. But if everything goes right, I think that they can hang with the Warriors in, the, in a playoff game. But a lot of stuff has to go right. Because I just, I mean, we saw what LeBron did with that Cavs team last year. Even though they lost, I mean, it just makes me go, if he has anybody around him, he has potential to beat anybody. It's just that good. So maybe I'm being optimistic, but I'm throwing it out there. And then I got in the East, Celtics win. I'm setting it up for the Lakers-Celtics, back to the glory days. East, Celtics are going to win it by a good margin. Kyrie's in, Kyrie needs that ring so he can stay in Boston, doesn't have to go to the Knicks. You know, he's not going to leave if he gets a ring, in my opinion. Kyrie's my number two MVP, by the way. He's got a good chance. So, yeah. to wrap that all up, somehow, some way this year, we're going to see a Lakers-Celtics finals for the first time in about Damn, 10 years. Damn, that's the first, first time I've heard this, I think. I know, that's the home of the fan does, I think, outside the box over here. But I just saw enough things from the Warriors that make me think there's cracks in the shield as they say like the armor's still there but you know maybe LeBron just finds a couple little more like cracks in the shield you know he's got a whole retooled roster with some nice vets they struggled against the fast paced teams though last year who the Warriors within a reason mm-hmm. you can't I mean you the don't want to fight gave them a run for their money though in that first round the one thing the Rockets also the mm-hmm. one thing I need to see from the Lakers for them to beat the They're Warriors. very unproven. I'm not saying they're there is, yet. No, I just I need to see that shooting. Definitely. Lakers Lakers were I think like bottom I know bottom third. I want to say 29th or something like that. Shooting's definitely what worries me the most in the playoffs. And they, didn't, and they didn't get any better, you know. LeBron Rondo Beasley, those aren't shooters. Beasley's a shooter, but I know you mean Stevenson, he's not like a knockdown shooter. He's a quantity. You know I mean? He's a volume shooter. <laughs> yeah, he shoots. No, <laughs> yeah. get his. No, I feel, I feel what you're saying. That's definitely no. They, they, they need to and work so, on a lot for uh, sure. You know what I mean? I'm being optimistic. I just, I'm kind of sold on LeBron. Just that good, man. Yeah. And I just think like last year he didn't really have any shoot. I mean, he had Corver. but shooters in the playoffs, one-dimensional shooters in the playoffs, don't really can't do much. Because you single out those guys, it always happens to Corvers. Besides Ray Allen, historically, I can't think of many guys who get to the playoffs. Even like J.J. Redick on the Clippers, he'd always struggle in the playoffs. Because teams key in, it's just different. Mm-hmm. You need guys like a Brandon Ingram potentially would be a great second star in the playoffs if his game keeps evolving. He can put up 20 points a game as driving, shooting, do it all. Kevin Love, he could shoot, but that's all he could do. You know what I mean? He was very mm-hmm. one-dimensional. I get what you mean, but... They need. Don't get me wrong. You need spot up shooters, but you can't rely on it. Like, like 
a lot of teams have built around LeBron. Like, let's just throw some shooters around. No, them. but I'm just saying I need to see shooting at all in general. Like, I no, I agree. See. They lack some. They lack shooting. Uh-huh. But Kuzma and Ingram are the guys who really are going to have to provide a lot of that. Definitely, they got a lot to prove. I'm trying to keep it interesting out here. All right, that was the NBA preview. It's a lot of fun. The long one, but you know what? It was pod fifty, so we had to get it. You know, we had to get down to it. You guys want to do your my boy what to watch and wrap this up? I don't. I don't have a my boy what to watch. My boy slash what to watch is all the listeners at home. Thank you for listening. This has been a long one. It's pod fifty. Shout out everybody and what to watch. That was my boy. What to watch? Bigger things to come here at the home of the fan. Everybody, stay tuned. All right, you what guys. to watch? Uh, Dodgers, Brewers. That's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great series, I think. And then um, the World Series, obviously. And then and uh, Boston Astros. That's a put your kids to sleep series. Like, yeah. So much home runs. So, so much, much home run home run potential. Power, like you might ruin definitely. your baseball viewing experience. Um, Verlander showing he's the best pitcher in the game right now. It looks like he's ready for season. his quote second half of his career. That's and, scary. Um, and yeah. All right, my boy. My boys, you guys too, as as you yeah, said. My yeah. boys, home Getting of the fan. My boys, uh, home of the fan. Pod number fifty, and uh, my what to watch? College football. Josh said the the um, the rankings are gonna be shaken up this week, so check that out. Brewers, uh, Dodgers, coming back to LA. Watch Walker Bueller pitching game three, and uh, more NFL. And then basketball season starts Wednesday. So. Great time in sports. It's a great time. Alright. Definitely the best week of, of sports is coming up. Now. Yeah. Everything rolling. The only baseball you want to watch All playoffs. Four sports playing too. Hockey started this last week, I believe. Yeah. MLS is going. Definitely one of the best times in sports. Can't argue that, man. Alright, Pod 50 was a great one. Thanks to everybody who listened. We really appreciate it. Everybody have a great day. Have a great week. Keep it rocking and rolling. Pod 51. We're going to have some big things coming. You. Bye.